0: To give,
1: show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Come K
0: KFA.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I am K-Faib And I'm E.A. And this is k Avenue, and today we bring you the Raw Wrap-Up. We're about a day and a half removed from the closing of Monday Night Raw, but we're still going to give you all the goings on, all the shenanigans of the show. And yes, this was a special um, Martin Luther King episode of Raw, so... As per usual, they started this role off with the memorial uh, video package for Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King. So that's yes, how sir. we start. That's how we start the show off. And of course it has the I have a dream speech. And we go from there and we're finally welcome into the Thunderdome. And we start the show off. How the last episode of Raw ended with Randy Orton. And they pretty much just had this video, like pre-recorded segment for Randy Orton, where he's just cutting a promo on everything that's happened from the past Monday Night Raw where Alexa Bliss showed up when he was trying to attack Triple H. She ends up throwing a fireball, um, you know, burning Burn face. Burning Randy's face. Um so this week he's in uh, the burn victim mask, which kind of reminds me of the little kid from Us. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Um, I vaguely um, remember it, but yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty much the. It's like it looks like a luchador mask, but it's a mask that burn victims use. Yeah, it's a um, typical.
0: It's, it's a typical burn. Like they had. It's like an ace bandage type mask. You know what I'm saying? Like it's supposed to cool down. Let's say you burn your wrist or whatever, like that's the type of fabric that they put on burn victims, you know what I mean? And, and burn victims.
1: Yeah.
0: So it kind of makes sense with the story, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, not only that, like we've been praising Randy Orton for months on his promo game and the evolution of his character, and we've been crediting him for possibly giving us like some of the best work of his career.
0: Yo, this, and I feel that... like
1: this promo, that shit
0: was just an example of that. Another one, another one. He knocked it out the park. The storytelling—they showing the clips of everything he was saying, and the proof on it—and it was over. It was dramatic and and it was intense. It, it was like a horror flick to me. Yeah, like, it
1: definitely, it definitely gave horror movie vibes for sure.
0: It was fire. I was like, this is an opener right here. This is how you open it. You feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah, so They
1: they definitely didn't hold back anything. They definitely went full throttle with this promo and. Like you said, it kinda gave the horror movie vibe if uh for those viewers who've seen the movie Us. It was like the kid uh who plays with fire. Pretty much the same story, this this story that we yeah. play with a lot of fire. And it makes and... sense with
0: the with the horror, not to cut you off, it makes sense with like the horror flick type theme because that's the type of character the fiend and Alexa Bliss is playing. So it kinda it it all ties in together um only only thing i had a complaint about was um because of his being burned now he got eliminated out of the royal rumble so he's not going to be participating no no rumble. no
1: he is he is there he's, he's in the say, rumble
0: no no he say you know, he can't he, so, he's not medically cleared or something like in, that
1: no nah, so in in this promo he's pretty much you know going over the history of his his battle with the fiend and he said that pretty much he hates who he's become because at one point he was ruthless. Yeah. He was unapologetic. Like The fact that he s- didn't light Alexa Bliss on fire, which we all know was never going to happen, nope. Um, it, it opened his eyes to the person he's become and, and now he's going to be more ruthless. He's going to be more dangerous. And the first thing he said actually was, I'm gonna take it out on twenty nine other men in this Roy Rumble. Okay, I guess I missed that part or something. I Yeah, try. so <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah, so Randy definitely has his eyes set on the Rumble and it it just makes sense with the Fiend being missing ever since um what was it? Um what was the last pay per view TLC? Ever since TLC. Yeah. You know, the Fizz, fiend's been missing. Orton lit him on fire at the end of that show. So Nah, that was a
0: role, wasn't
1: it? No, that, no, that was that was uh that the was end a of pay-per-view? TLC. You? Yeah, because okay. that was the Firefly Funhouse Inferno match. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, yeah, the Fiend hasn't been around, so it just makes sense that he focuses attention on the Royal Rumble. My guess is the Fiend comes back at the Royal Rumble, costs Randy Orton the match, or just eliminates him from the being involved in the match. Period. I, I definitely see this story continuing to the Chamber, and. Yeah. Possibly even WrestleMania. Yo, I love it. Like the
0: way the character developing with like Randy's changing. Like the fiends fucking influence where, where everybody he he you know, gets in contact with or becomes in a feud with, like the way they, they change their whole dynamic is just amazing. Like look, like this is to me, my opinion. I could probably gonna probably say what y'all want to say in the comments or or you know what I mean, send all your hate mail. This is probably Alexa Bliss's best work. You know what I'm saying? As a uh, character. As mm-hmm. a character. You know what I'm saying? Like, she is knocking this shit out the park. We're gonna get to her later. Yeah,
1: we'll 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 definitely focus on Alexa Bliss. Well, when oh my time, god. But, but it's like, more, yo, like, the shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? The shit yeah. is dope. I love overall, it. Overall, great opener. This, you know, I would say overall the show, it kind of had like a, a up uptick. Then it kind of, like, got slow a little bit towards the middle, but then it Picked up for me again in the end. This was a great start, great way to like kind of stretch out what we're going to be dealing with for the rest of the show and you know get that right from the jump. So I did really like that segment for anybody who hasn't seen it. Go back, go back that promo. It's one of the great Randy Orton promos, and if he ever Inflicted fear in anyone. I believe he did it on Monday because that. This was was, the one. Yes, this shit. It was creepy. So we we move on from um from the Randy Orton promo and we get towards our first matchup of the night, Charlotte Flair versus Peyton Royce. Right. So I don't have really much to talk about as far as this actual match. I think the match itself was probably a six and a half, maybe seven. I think and- I think um,
0: Peyton did like a botch or something too during the match. I forgot what it was, but she did like a, a botch. So, but yeah. yeah,
1: but, you know, it was
0: a regular dominating. Charlotte dominated most of the match. It, you yeah. know what I mean? It was what it was. But, yeah, I give it like a 6.5. I, I really don't have no special. She ain't do no, nothing too spectacular. The only interesting thing was um, Ric Flair came out to try to distract. with. wait. wait where um, Lacey Evans wearing one of his robes or some shit. and You know what I mean? Which, it didn't work.
1: Which I, I definitely... I, I kind of enjoy the fact that she's using Flair to get at Charlotte. Yeah. What I don't like about it is, like we said last week um on the Raw Wrap-Up, this is kind of insulting on intelligence. We know Lacey Evans is married. We know Lacey Evans has a daughter, which is consistently shown on WWE television in... Uh, on the network and these behind the scenes things Since that Lacey's been involved up, in.
0: like that's been like mostly her main, um, character yeah, That she's of a running. she's you know a marine saying?
1: with the family and all that. So the but, girlfriend of Ric Flair story, I'm not really enjoying that aspect of it, but the interaction with Lacey, Lacey getting more to do because I feel like as far as Peyton Royce goes, yeah. she didn't look that good in this match because they don't give Peyton Royce the proper shine. We can't have Payne Royce have one match here. Yeah. And she's involved in it for two minutes, and then she doesn't get a match on Raw for two, three weeks. Yeah, like, we can't like, do that with her. Like, they, I'm, she's I'm, been improving.
0: She's been improving. She deserves more time. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Um it it wasn't really like it was a like it was almost like a squash, you know what I'm saying? Besides yeah. the distractions, she almost caught a pin off Charlotte, but it was like a squash. I do got something to say about um Lacey Evans' hat like <laughs> <laughs> I forget. <laughs> like you know, yeah. That was like a earmuff hat.
1: Type. <laughs>
0: Fuck was that, bro?
1: Like <laughs> that was the Damien Wayne's and living color hat. Yeah, like what's really yeah. going
0: on over here? Like that shit was leaning. Like yo, just pull it up a
1: little bit higher. You know what I mean, Lacey? Come Whoa. on. Lacey. But, you know, Lacey is like pulled out of like the fifties. Yeah, um, her character is like pulled out of the fifties. So I so she should have worn
0: one ear muff. Like she, it was a hat though, bro, with a bow on it and the little, the little, <laughs> the little. Yeah. Like, all right, whatever. But that's about. Right. That's the only. That's the only the only thing. Yeah, I say. that's just funny. I, was like, I saw. I'm like,
1: yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yo, that shit is it's like so- one ear muff hat. Like, <laughs> so, uh, ear muff hats aside, <laughs> I, I, I I do like the fact that Lacey is having a little bit more to do, especially since I feel like her pairing with Peyton Royce was a last minute thing. Right. Um, that to me is really not <laughs> gelling at this point, especially considering. Um, we don't know what happened with the COVID situation, but Oscar was out last week. Um, Charlotte and her being tag team champions have not been interacting in a tag team way. Yeah. Which, like, makes, which makes zero sense for me. Um, Charlotte and Oscar were kept completely away from each other this entire episode. Exactly. As tag team champions, that makes zero fucking sense. Exactly. The so why put, the, Lacey, why, why
0: put the belts on them? They should have left it with Nia and Shayna. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They should have just lost
1: the match, but whatever. Eh. Well we'll we'll talk more about that too. But you know, just the pure fact that you break up the iconics, have Peyton Royce team with Lacey, just for Lacey to have a story that has nothing to do with Peyton, and they're both locked into this feud with the tag team champions, and the tag team champions aren't even, even interacting. With each they need them. they need to move this along. Uh Charlotte and, and Oscar need to either well, they just need to drop the titles. Um yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. all really like um, diminishing the, 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 the. Prestige, the yeah, they are. You know what I'm they saying. They are, like, and y'all just wasting it. You know what I'm saying. There's a lot of
1: things that these women like Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, um, that they could be doing, and yeah. they're being held back because the top of the card has all the titles, and they're not even, and and there's no, there's no feud, there's no story with the titles.
0: Everything is some single shit right now. So, yeah, you know what I mean. But you're absolutely right. Like that's
1: like y'all, y'all really just
0: they holding the titles hostage right now. Let's yeah, keep so it real. that
1: that's really my only issue with this segment. Um, overall, the match was was decent. wasn't too crazy. Of course, Charlotte being the ring general she is, um, holding up the majority of this match, but she wins by yes. submission. And <laughs> I guess Lacey pissing her off. She locked that submission in the figure eight, and she left it in even after after um, the, she tapped out, she tapped out. It. Yeah, she kept it in. Like you know what I mean. But all right, moving on. Yeah, so um, we have that moving on. We backstage with the Hurt Business, and they're, uh, you know, they're arriving to the, to the ring, to the arena. Excuse me. Um, you know, the Hurt Business was also caught up in the recent COVID situation, so we're back to full force. Yep. Um, the entire Hurt Business is together, and we have um Matt Riddle kind of approached them. I don't know why they continuously have Matt Riddle approaching these guys. One. You're outnumbered. Two, you've already had numerous matches with these guys. Yeah. Like if they, you're losing. They, you're losing. Yeah. And it seems like they have moved on past Riddle, and Riddle just keeps looking for reasons to get put in this this story. Like bro, bro. Of course it's not Riddle's fault. It's the creative, it's the, the writers, but we already feel like, especially coming off of the fact that Matt Riddle won over Lashley and then lost to Lashley in the U.S. title match. Like, move on. We don't need this stretched out um, going into the Rumble. A lot of these storylines are probably unnecessary now because the majority of the roster is going to be involved in the actual Roy Rumble match. Yeah. So if if we're not going to see Matt Riddle, Bobby Lashley for the United States title at the Rumble, let's just move past this. But yeah, nonetheless, nonetheless, yeah, nonetheless, he you know goes up to the Hurt Business. Gives them all nicknames. Like he has a habit of giving people. And then, long story short, Bobby Lashley steps up to him and stops the hell out of his feet, which is always exposed. That I man, for somebody who throws his slippers into the crowd, he's always barefoot. <laughs> like it is. With nah, now he had his slippers
0: on when he did that. Oh, was,
1: I see. I thought he was
0: barefoot. Nah, because he was like, yo, those, um, Bobby said something about the slippers. He was like, nah, these are some cool ass slippers and some shit. And then
1: that's oh, what right, right. On. <laughs> Whatever. So, step the hell out of him. his foot. He ends up telling, lastly, I'm going to wrap this foot, then I'm going to shove it up your ass later. Yeah. So, let's move on from that. Um, we go to commercial, actually, come back, and the Lucha House Party is checking on Riddle. So Riddle and the Lucha House Party, for no apparent reason, are teaming together to face the Hurt Business. Why is the Lucha House Party involved? I have no idea. No idea. There's been no buildup, no storyline reason for these people to be involved. It's just all around lazy booking. Now, if these guys are put in because not, you know, the entire roster is not available because of the recent outbreak or whatever the case, okay, understood. Right. But Stupid pairing. I kind of figured from the beginning that this will be a lose lose for them. But we move on from that segment of New Charles Party checking in. Now, hold Not- on, hold
0: on. Before we do that, I, I did say I do want I do want to point out, that, like, hold up. So he took his cousin because um, Riddle was telling him story. They were asking him like, "Yo, you sure you could compete tonight?" And he was like, "Yeah, my cousin ran over my foot one time, but for prom." And I'm just wrapping yeah. up with the prom with her. I'm, so he took his cousin to prom in high school. Um, all right, whatever. Um, what's going I mean, on, there? Come on, come on. Right. I come mean, on so, creative. Come on creative. sometimes
1: creative. that's not far fresh. I've seen bro, people take their best bro, friends or bro, something like that. Bro,
0: bro, come on, bro. <laughs> but I right, continue. I just want to say that I ain't forget that shit either. I, I, I thought I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, he took his cousin to prom. What fuck? Uh, foot? <laughs> Whatever. So next up, we get a, a promo, another recorded promo. This time is from Mustafa Ali and Fire. This honestly, yes. Fire. The Stable Retribution is ass. It's completely trash. The gimmicks, the look, the way they've been booked—fucking horrible. But what? Saving grace out of that whole situation is the story that they have with Mustafa Ali. Like his, the... like his promo game is top notch. Like he's
0: fire when he when he's on his shit. I like that, what he not.
1: Says. Not only that, we've had the whole "Who's the hacker" storyline that right. led into Ali being the hacker and the leader of Retribution. Right, perfect storyline. Why? Because he got screwed over for his WrestleMania. Now we come in full circle. And he's focusing on Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods for the new day. Right. You know, originally it was for the tag team title contention or whatever. Right. But with Kofi Kingston recently getting a jaw injury and he's out, they twisted this story in a perfect way with Ali pretty much saying, I'm gonna take I'm gonna hurt the person that you care about the most, which is Xavier Woods here. We're gonna destroy him week in and week out. So, like that, when you're home, you can suffer. And not only that, I hope that your injury lasts past the Rumble, past the Chamber, and even past WrestleMania, so you can feel exactly what I felt when you took away my WrestleMania. Yep. Perfect
0: story. Fire.
1: Fire. Perfect storytelling. I applaud them for for drifting in that direction. When Kofi Kingston does return, he has an amazing storyline feud to go after. And Set not only it right that,
0: there, it writes itself. Now,
1: now, exactly it writes itself, and now. I want this story to continue all the way to Mania. Yeah. I need Kofi Kingston versus Mustafa Ali at WrestleMania. I need it now because this is a two-year-long story. Yep. You know, Ali was originally positioned to be Kofi Kingston to, to maybe not win, but get that WrestleMania title shot. That was exactly. Ali's position. It was his injury that cost him that and they gave that position to Kofi Kingston. So, Perfect storyline moving forward. I really have to take my hat off to them, and, yeah. and I love the fact that they skid in that direction. I but like. I was, like. I
0: definitely like the promo. The promo was like a ten to me. Like his his authenticity, the way he was saying it. Like you can tell he, his aggression, his aggression, all that, that shit. shit. He, yeah, yeah, like like he's fed up. Like yo, I'm sick of this shit. So that was I mean?
1: that was definitely like a work shoot. I feel like like his promos recently have been work shoot promos. Yeah, he
0: had yo. Remember, um, on he was on like talking raw, whatever you call it, and he was like, "Yo, we yeah." Um, and he was like, "Yo, we have um, we got um, these." He was talking about the legends that night. He was like, "Yo, why we got a fifty-year-old who can't walk taking my shine?" Like I wasn't even booked on the
1: show. Yeah, he got heat. He got heat for that too.
0: Yeah, he he was like, "Yo, Goldberg is over here getting um title matches and shit." Like he was shooting. Like he's been and when he and when he said that, I agreed and I felt. Like that's 100% what, I'm of what shooting, he was saying. He's been shooting recently and his shit's been fired. Like it's been truth.
1: Yeah. That man ain't
0: lying. That man ain't lying. He's so, not.
1: with uh, Ali leading Retribution, we have the next matchup Xavier Woods versus Mace. And by God, do I have to say, Mace is a horrible he's gimmick. So, not even he that.
0: He is great. Yo, his, his fucking finisher almost was a botch, bro. It was a botch. Like it, it was looked like bot. he slipped, like he, he 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 tried to do it, and then he it fucking slipped out his hand. Yeah, like,
1: before it was like uh what they call that um kind of like um it was Corbin's like, like black, like black a, hole. It's like a black hole slam. But like, oh when he God. was when he was turning to slam him, he it it looked like he slipped and like it was just horrible. It was a black. It, it was
0: it was like come on, he almost the hurt. Look, him. Xavier again.
1: Like, come on. The look is trash. The character's trash. The facial expressions under the mask, garbage. This man needs more work. We need him yeah. to go back to NXT. Not, you know, everybody else in Retribution, they arguably have a good reason for being on the show. Right. They all have been through the NXT system for the most part, have, you know, shun. And done their thing in NXT. Yeah, and um, Dom- Dominic all-
0: Dijakovic, like, he's already... He's a great wrestler. Like, all, all of them other ones are great wrestlers. Deion Madden or, or... Well, Mace now. He, we never really seen him in the ring, but now we... we know only him. know
1: him. We only know him From for... From commentary. From um, commentary, again, he put through the table by Brock Lesnar.
0: And then that's, that's when he it. got taken off. And then it's like... And yo, I'm, like- and
1: you know what? And I'm glad they never pulled on that storyline string because Mace isn't not... Any shape or form, He's ready, ready. For
0: block. He's not ready. If you can't even handle Xavier, and Xavier, like Xavier's a great wrestler. He can make anybody look good. Yeah. He did not even it did not do no justice for Xavier this match at all. In that, like, oh my God, that was it was a couple of slipper. He did a couple of slip ups, and then he did his botch on your finishing move. On yeah. your finish, how you botch your something focus.
1: that you should That should be the first thing and... you should already
0: have down pack, even if you everything else out we could give passes or well, still a botch is a botch as long as you don't hurt yourself or your opponent. He's,
1: he seems like an 80s reject, like, like his character was an 80s reject.
0: Like, yo, you cannot, you like if that if that's like the worst of all the botches, you can never botch your fucking finishing move ever.
1: Yeah, ever. That, that was never. horrible. Um, overall match six and a half tops for me. He and won. Being he nice.
0: won. I I give it like a five. Like yo, it, and yeah. it wasn't even long. It was only like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The only thing that made it dope was Ali outside talking shit talking while Xavier shit, was yeah. getting his ass whooped. But that's about it. Like, Not only that,
1: um, when when Mace picked up the win with his horrible finish, um, we had Ali come in the whole retribution kind of stand over uh, Xavier, Xavier and you know uh really really <laughs> rubbing it in the fact that he just lost and that's already two weeks in a row T-Bar and I mean beating Xavier Woods so you know building up that story and I honestly I'm excited for that but yeah. the members of retribution they need work and it's not even it's take off those fucking ridiculous masks take off that bullshit gear and just be yourselves. Me and yeah. him, amazing. But at least Dominic the other Amazing.
0: Like, like, Doctor kovic is a great wrestler, so I'm not worried about the in-ring. He's the only one that got a problem with in-ring ability right now. So now yeah. I understood why Vince sent him back down to do extra classes with, with Gulak and, and Aiden Pierce. I mean, um, and, and you know what I mean? Back down, um, they taking like two extra classes a week. Now I see yeah. why. Like, Keith Lee was kind of, I, I didn't understand why with Keith Lee.
1: Like no, Keith. Lee, Keith Lee, I do understand because Keith Lee, he's great in ring, athletic as hell, and exactly. they haven't they haven't stopped him from doing what he does best. But Keith Lee can work, should work more of the big guy role, as opposed to the surprising trying to look
0: like a luchador type.
1: Yeah, as, instead of the surprising athlete, he's bigger than ninety percent of the roster. Granted. He he's stronger than ninety percent of that roster. So. I don't I don't see it as a problem. Them saying, hey, work the big man. Yeah. Work, but, like but, big but so work like Big Show. Work like a Mark Henry. And then when we get to the manias and we get to the summer Slams, then you could pull off the diving out your, flips. Yeah. You could do all those luchador things you're known for with guys who's, what, damn near 300 and something pounds probably. Yeah. So, you know, it's not a knock. I don't see it as a they will knock you keep because – Ever since people have been complaining, oh, Keith Lee got sent down. Keith Lee got sent down. They make him take classes. Keith Lee has been winning.
0: He's been Keith winning. Lee,
1: Keith Lee has been in, in the majority of, of Raw storyline. Right. So it, it people got to really sometimes stop and, and see it for what it is and not what they feel. But that's yeah. what I... When I heard the news, I heard that straight... When I heard that, I was like, well, he could... I see it as a plus because now he could work the big man role. I see exactly... What yeah? What, what they need, and I was listening to Billy Ray's podcast, and Billy said the exact same thing, word for word. I said on our podcast, mm-hmm. word for word, he needs to work the big guy role. This is a positive, you know. Even people like Mark Henry, Big Show, those guys have been sent down to relevant to relevant uh, developmental. developmental, and you know got had to work on on their in ring. So for people to be so upset, going above and beyond to curse out WWE because of the Keith Lee situation. You guys need to learn your history, and you guys need to know that not everyone is perfect. And even if you're good, you can always be better.
0: Oh, yeah, granted. But Dion Madden,
1: he definitely needs it. He yeah, de- he's trash. Like, he hey, I, can't, I can't get over. I, it doesn't even matter, this booking. Dion Madden has, so, has, has stood out like a sore thumb in that group. Mm-hmm. He's uh, super noticeable, and it's not for the good things. Yeah. The stupid 80s the stupid facial expressions, the the stupid mask, the constant f- flicking of his hair, like if he's in a concert or some shit. Like, bro, you look ridiculous. Like, You're the, the other four, we
0: don't have no problem with the in ring ability. If there's anything I will always complain, like, I will always give props to, no matter if the character is trash, like Baron Corbin, I don't have no problem with his, his with in ring. In-ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We always complain about his cat, but you, like, no, no, no. The other four, even me, a yim, is a better wrestler than, than than mace right now. You know what I'm saying? By the fucking mouth. Like That's yo, bad. we not we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, don't put yo Vince. Do not put him in no one on one. Make him make him maybe a two on two here and there. Don't put him in no one on one for a while. He got exposed, and but- he almost <laughs> hurt Xavier. So if you lose Xavier, you just lost fucking Kofi. Then they don't even have no feud anymore going on. They're gonna be cutting promos back and forth. All the way to Mania? Like, nah, come on, Vince, come on. Deion Madden, you're like, yo, you should never, ever, any wrestler, if there's any move that you're supposed to have known on the fucking top of your head is your signature finisher. That yeah. should always be perfect. You can have slip-ups here and there. You know what I'm saying? You could botch one here or there. You know what I'm saying? Depending on... Those, those happen. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's perfect. You're not going to get every move, right? But your signature... Finishers should always be correct. I ain't never seen nobody ever fuck up their finishing move ever. Not, well, there probably people that have, but this one was blatant and it looked it crazy. It did, like I, it did, I it did. It looked it crazy. So do but, not put them in no match for send them down for another extra class. You know what I mean? Put yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but kind of, kind of like Monday Night Raw, we're giving Retribution too much time. <laughs> so let's, let's ahead, move on. you bro. I just wanted to get got, my, them No, no. I, I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, he, Like I said, he stands out like a sore thumb. And he's one of the biggest reasons why, look-wise, I can't get behind Retribution. All right. Slab, besides the stupid names, him and Slapjack, looks-wise, they look retarded, and I do not like it. But let's move on from that. we continue, give Retribution bro. too much time. Um, We have backstage, we got the new announcer, Sarah. I'm going to get Sarah's yeah. I finally, yeah. Got I'm gonna there. get you, I'm gonna get used to her someday. Sarah's with Oscar, and they're talking about um, what can she expect from her match with Alexa Bliss, and Oscar's pretty much like, you know, I don't know. She's not the same Alexa. This is a dark side of Alexa. So right. Uh, we go to commercial. We get the WrestleMania report, which is uh, three WrestleManias officially announced. So they're <laughs> going back to the stadium they were supposed to go to last year. Yeah. Uh, for this year in Florida. Then after that, I believe it's Hollywood. Hold up.
0: Shout out Roman.
1: (laughs) Yeah, shout out Roman for that that commercial. The only um, one not with the gimmick bullshit.
0: Steph was like, okay, so now we go to Sonny. And he was like, first off, I ain't no Sonny. I'm sitting back here at the head of the table. I'm yeah, not first of all, a I'm not no sunny. I'm not no sunny McNothing. Send, send it <laughs> to whoever else, but don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Roman, he kept it gangster. Like, yo, don't yeah, play that so right stuff.
1: <laughs> I definitely I de- that was probably my favorite part of that commercial. But yeah, that shit was hilarious. I was like, yeah, my son kept it a <laughs> hundred. So this year uh it's gonna be at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. For WrestleMania 37, then the, uh, next year they're gonna be um, where are they gonna be?
0: They, I think Hollywood,
1: right? Next year is Los mm. Angeles, or the following year. So we'll, ne- yeah, next year, next year's Hollywood, and then they're going somewhere else. I forgot
0: where. We'll, we'll get, we'll get the
1: information later, but it was it was cool. So, you know uh, I mean, John Cena is back in the
0: fold somewhere doing dumb shit, but it's all good. Right, shout so, out Roman, he he was the best part of that promo, shit, that segment. <laughs>
1: yeah, so before we go to commercial break, let's let's kind of close out this portion of the show with Alexa Bliss's playground, featuring guest Oscar. So you know she's out there in her you know fun house version of Alexa Bliss attire, yeah. and Oscar comes out and Oscar goes to sit down in the swing next to her. And she goes no. So the spirit, I'm guessing the spirit of the Fiend was in that other... um, In
0: that seat, in that other swing, yeah.
1: And the whole time Alexis playing up, the talking to voices and seeing, you know, an uh, invisible Fiend. Asuka's trying to, like, figure out what the hell's going on. And for the first time, you can actually see fear in us yeah
0: like she was playing like scared like what the (laughs) fuck like you know what i'm saying she even tried to make she was even trying to cater to alexa like yo be happy like we in the playground and then she played some music and started dancing i love oscar man queen oscar's Oscar's
1: like like, you know don't be sad the fiend is still here she's like don't say his name yeah like and then went off on oscar and it it was it was like i i loved it because like i said i love alexa bliss's story and yeah, she's, she's, we're finally, this we're see, I, I think it was last week we were speaking. And I, and I said that, um, it was the first week where I was kind of down on the fiend, Alexa bliss storyline. And yeah. I want the Alexa bliss to kind of branch out. And they answered all my prayers because now not only is Alexa bliss, um, fighting the women finally in a story with the women, she's actually going against the women's champion. So, and she
0: announced that she's going to be in the Rumble. With yeah, the she window declared
1: window. for the Royal Rumble in this segment as well. So Yeah. So they, she's,
0: back at, she's back at where she's supposed to be. Yeah,
1: just a short week later, they answered um, my, my prayer. I didn't want the story to start getting stale. And they, you know. She's going to wrestle Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought at this point. That was like the only thing left. Because yeah, the, the, the fiend is I not around. The fiend is not around. If she if she was gonna keep carrying that storyline for them, what was left unless the fiend comes back? So glad they took that off. Um, took her off of Randy duty and got her involved in her own thing. And yeah, we'll Alexa, continue man, man. to see the evolution of Alexa Bliss throughout the night. Um, yeah. This was just a precursor for their match in the main event: Alexa Bliss versus Oscar. So. <clears throat> We'll get to see that later on, but what do you uh, think overall yeah, th- of the promo?
0: I thought the segment was fire. Um, the spookiness of it, like she's knocking this, 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 this shit out the park. Like, uh, kudos to Alexa, Oscar being Queen Oscar. The way she with her facial expressions, the scary. She's trying to cheer her up. She started dancing. Alexa start snip snapping on her. Like, yo, it's it's it, it's gold. You know what I mean? Like, and then with and then she's doing it with Alexa, the, one of the best female wrestlers in the world. I'm, this was a, probably a nine ten to me. Yeah, I was, I was, I was on the um edge of my seat watching this shit. Like, I right, was next. Then the fucking the um the thing started moving. Whatever the the horsey swing shit started moving on its own. And then you see the uh, um Oscar's um facial <laughs> she was scared to death and she just left. She was like yo fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, she
1: ain't, she's not playing with that uh supernatural aspect.
0: She like, no, I'm out. I'm not even fucking with this shit. And then you just see Alexa wave high at the shit. Yo, great, great. I love I'm loving this this this, this whole new Alexa Bliss um character change. And she's knocking it out the part, the facial expressions, the way she's acting, the talking, everything. Is this is, this is perfect lane for her. I love it. I
1: fucking love it. Agreed. <coughs> and um, excuse me. After this we end up going to commercial. So just like raw, let's take a quick commercial break. To the people that yes, support Kayfabe Ave, that keep the lights on and this K-Fabe Avenue train going—that's our song. That's our, our song. song. So let's, let's take a quick uh, break, and we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. We left off with Alexa Bliss and Oscar on Alexa Bliss's playground. Uh, a lot of creepy elements to Alexa Bliss's character, but overall, I did like the segment. I did like the playing around with the spirit of The Fiend. And finally, for the first time ever, seeing a little dose of fear in Oscar's face. But we'll yeah. continue. I thought that, we'll was, that was a Alexa. dope
0: set. That was a dope, dope yeah. set. I love
1: it. Yeah, we'll continue with Alexa Bliss and Asuka when we get to their match. Yeah. More to come from that. So we move forward. We have Sarah interviewing the Miz and Morrison backstage. And they're pretty much saying that they have um, Goldberg on deck for an episode of Miss TV, so we have that to look forward to. Whatever, which um, you know unfolds in a hilarious way. We have Jeff Jarrett giving a little uh, video package, um, pretty much saying who he's going for and who he thinks is going to pull out the win. Which going is, uh, oh going for Bill, God. yeah, Bill Goldberg for the WWE title. That's First a shit showing itself. Of random
0: though, like why the fuck? Out of all people, Jeff, like shout out Jeff Jarrett. I know you're a legend, Hall of Famer, but like out of nowhere, they they no announcement, no nothing. Like okay, whatever. Well, you know
1: Jeff Jarrett's a producer backstage now. Oh, so, he is. Yeah, he's been a producer ever since his return to WWE TV like a year ago. All right, so all right. That's since since they inducted him in the Hall of Fame. He's been a backstage producer. I know. I've seen him a couple times. He's been doing like the pre shows on pay per views and shit. That would, yeah. You know I mean? So. Right, he's, that's, he's that's what's up. You
0: know what I mean? All yeah, right, he's back up. in the
1: WWE foe, and you know you know how WWE is. Who's from WCW that we can have talk up Goldberg? <laughs> that's pretty all, much all it was.
0: Yeah, let, let, let's holla at Double J. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's do a quick
1: Skype from wherever the fuck he's at. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, um, next up, we have uh, Mandy Rose with Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax. And... We have a lot of tension going into this match. We got Shayna and Nia Jax not really on the same page. Both of these women have declared for the Royal Rumble. Yep. So, you know, that every woman for themselves mentality with Shayna has is not rubbing well with Nia Jax. So a lot of tension going into this. But yeah, Mandy yep. Rose, for the most part, gets dominated by Shayna Baszler. Baszler picks up the win with the <sighs> Kirifuda clutch. Yeah, uh, and what's crazy is it, like
0: it wasn't like a, a a short squash match. Like it was like a good ten minutes. It was even a little commercial after um. I guess Nia Jax was about to interfere. Dana Brooke gave her like a drop kick into um. Shayna outside. No, so
1: after then... after the after the submission loss from Andy Rose, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax start arguing yeah. outside out the ring, and Dana Brooke. For no reason, because they weren't even focused on these two women at this point. For no reason, Mayne, uh, Dana Brooke jumps off the apron and hits a uh, drop kick, which I don't know if anybody noticed. It was a horrible drop kick, yeah. and <laughs> the majority of her body hit the floor. You could, she was like holding her back.
0: Yeah, she fucked herself. At the end up. of that, <laughs>
1: she fucked herself. So, up. you know, that was mostly her just throwing herself on the floor and her her feet lightly tapping Nia Jax. I yeah. mean. Let's be real, you're gonna need more than just Nia uh just more than Dana Brooke doing a drop kick to take down here jacks. Yeah, like she's a beast. You already know what time
0: it is with, with Nia, but um, you know, um like I said, it was a dope match. I give it like a a good seven. Well, it wasn't like a dope match, it was still a squash, but it was it
1: better. i give it around a six.
0: Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Like like, like like yo, um, Mandy's looking good though. She she was taking them bumps like she had. She put a little bit of offense in it. It wasn't like she really got too fucked up like like we seen prior. So shout out to Mandy Rose. She like I said, she's been improving. So yeah. um, definitely, but you know, what I mean, it, it was what it was. I guess it's to lead into the story about the Rumble with with Shayna and Nia Jax most likely.
1: Yeah, because th- this story this story got really fucked up because Nia Jax originally it was supposed to be these group of women for the women's tag team titles. Exactly. Then we got Nia Jax, the injurer. Injure Mandy Rose. So Mandy Rose got taken out. They took Dana Brooke out the story. Yeah. Through um through Oscar and Lana for no fucking reason. Right. And now Oscar is tag team champions with Charlotte. With
0: Charlotte out of nowhere. Like we spoke so about that
1: earlier. That's the this, this whole story is pretty much throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. So I I think they should have just dropped this shit until after the Royal Rumble because the major, like I said, unless they're having a women's tag team title match or they're having an individual match, you don't have to build up these stupid side storyline threads unless you're going to pull on them threads, you know, leading up to the pay-per-view. With the Rumble here, we don't need those distractions. Pick up these threads after the Rumble's over when the majority of the rosters are not tied to one match,
0: and it's not even making sense. Like it's like it's like they got the whole women's division on Raw like all in scrambles, and it's just I guess they just making shit up on the fly. I don't fucking know anymore. You know what I'm saying? They could have. They really? it, 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 and it started from originally from. Um, Survivor series a few months ago where when Lana won the shit. So it's been building but it's like it's building into nowhere and it's just all over the fucking
1: place. Yeah, cuz you remove you remove Lana who you build up as this underdog character, you remove her from the story completely.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I don't know if she I don't know if she's really injured, but that's the story they're going with. Yeah. So you, you pull you pull her completely out. Then you put someone else in her spot. Just to not have any storylines continue, then COVID happens, and you know removes the 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 possibility of keeping the story making sense. So it's so like it's, it's it's just been, a lot of shit. It's happening. like it's
0: just all over the place. Yeah, I gotta get y'all shit together. Make. I hope the end game makes sense. If not, this is it's gonna be a tre- um, tremendous fail. All all across the board are all side stories like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah, might as well just drop the titles and, and gave it to Tanaya and, and Shayna. Like, right. No so, so you... to
1: your point, right, to your point, you're saying they should just drop the titles to Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So, no, they should have done that. When they, they no, they should. Match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're saying they should. So, to that point, uh, backstage after, you know, everything that happened in, in, after the Mandy Rose Shayna Baszler match, we come back for commercial and Charlie's interviewing Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler and they pretty much, they're arguing and Charlie's like, you know, you guys are not gelling. You guys haven't been getting along. And Jax is like, well, me and Shayna Baszler never, never got, got along. Yeah, they never got along. And to that point, Charlotte's not um, getting along with her father. She's heavily distracted. So now's the time for us to get the tag team title rematch that we never got.
0: Exactly. You know. What I'm- so
1: two things. One good thing is we might get those titles back onto them and we'll, we could tie up this bullshit you know story and, and get it on track finally. and two, stop disrespecting my intelligence. WWE last year took out the rematch clause and they went right back into the rematch clauses. So, this yeah. shouldn't have – where instead of saying the rematch we never got, because you're not entitled to rematches in the WWE anymore, according to WWE. So, instead of saying that, they should have said, we're going to go after them again. Right. Simple. Simple. You don't insult the intelligence. You keep your storylines making sense. Make
0: it make sense. Like, everything looks like it's all up in the air. Like, you're just fucking flipping the coin. Like, okay, so today we're going to do this. The
1: thing is, the thing is, I'm they keep gonna do that. forgetting, they keep forgetting their own history. And WWE has this problem where they like to rewrite history for the sake of storyline and then insult everything we remember from watching. Yeah, like, like you so, think we're going to forget
0: all the shit that, that was built up with... with... With Lana and Nia Jax and Shayna and, and Oscar and all, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think we're going to yeah. just remember, like, all right, so it's a brand new week. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't know, man. Y'all think we have short-term memories. We're not that fucking <laughs> slow. That's
1: exactly what it is. They think we have short-term we not. Term yeah, memories. We
0: not. We not. We because we... um, like, y'all got to do better, man. Y'all got to do better. And all y'all doing is hurting the women's division. Y'all not putting nobody over. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not building nobody up. It's not doing no justice for anybody or anything. You know what I'm saying? At all. So that's you know what I mean. Like that's my rant. But um, as and like I said, uh, the only thing that I gotta give um, props to is like yo, um, Mandy's improving. Um, like I said, the women have been improving. The ones that we've really been doubting the most, live Morgan. Peyton Royce had a little couple slip ups in her uh, her match here, but she's really been coming in her own lane and improving. So, as far as in ring ability, I don't have too much complaints. But it's just yeah. like the the
1: way y'all building these characters and the way it's y'all the story. A lot of a lot of our complaints aren't even the wrestlers' fault. It's yeah. the material they're given. Exactly, so. and it's
0: like, yo, who like? Come on, who's signing off on this shit? Make it make sense, especially at the
1: at the payoff. At the they need the to hire somebody open. that's just there to say, uh, uh, no, Vince, if you do this, then you go and and erase everything you did here. I don't think somebody somebody needs to check their canon. Somebody needs to be like, no, if you do this, then you fuck up the storyline you put in place six months ago. The one they had was Paul Heyman, and you saw they removed him and they moved
0: him to SmackDown. They put Bruce Pritchard in his spot. And Bruce Pritchard is a known yes man for years. In the, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's everything that Vince says, he's gonna he's gonna jump off on it. Yeah, that's right. Yep, that's perfect. Let's let's go with it. That's such good <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Brother Love is gonna go with it. So it's like he doesn't have that that somebody to challenge his uh, challenge him like yo. Like look what like look what he did with um with with, with with Paul Heyman. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Like he removed him and he was making um a lot of the stars hot. A lot of them hot.
1: Well, the good thing is now he's over on SmackDown, <laughs> and he's doing wonders for SmackDown. And we know WWE. Come draft time next year, they're going to end up poaching everything that that Paul SmackDown Hayden is doing up.
0: because they see how hot SmackDown is right now. You yep. know what I'm saying? And it it, it goes for everything. It goes, But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. y'all got to do better. Especially with the women's division. There was no point if that was the case, if y'all was going to give two separate feuds for the tag team, the women's tag teams, then y'all might as well just kept the fucking belts with Nia and Shayna. Yep. There was no point to give them the belts, and then y'all gonna separate the fucking tag, the the the, 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 the team in two different stories. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. Now y'all yep. just have the belts for nothing.
1: Basically was, hey, Charlotte's back. Let's give her a title. Let's
0: give her a fucking title. And that, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I've ranted on that before. Like, I said, I was like, yo, why? There was no point on giving her a title. So all that work that Lana did for that months of her getting destroyed, it just went out the window.
1: And then I her- mean if she if she's not injured for real, then yeah, it went out the window because she hasn't even been on TV in a month.
0: You know what I'm saying? And and then it really does look like y'all burying her because of, of, of Miro. Yeah. It's just that's you know what I'm saying? So it better it better make sense. She better come out in the rumble or something and fuck somebody up. I don't even care if it's a shoot work. Uh, you know what I mean? A, a shoot yeah. going there and shoot.
1: <laughs> I mean, out of them being paired together, Oscar and Charlotte, I only see a possible Charlotte versus Oscar for the title. Rematch at Mania. Something, but I, I don't even want to see that no more. I don't want to see, I don't that, wanna no see that either. There's a lot of people that have been, you know, more deserving than Charlotte this year. So I don't want to see that either. Maybe down the line, like Charlotte literally nah. was
0: gone for like six, seven months. You're gonna put her back on the on the top automatically. Yep. So it is what it is. That's not fitting. So, y'all, y'all destroying you women's division. you really did. It. If anything, I I hope Alexa Bliss wins the 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 rumble. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, she's I mean, been on fire. There's I, I, if anyone who hasn't held the title this year deserves it, is Alexa Bliss.
0: Absolutely. She's been on fire. She's been but on fire with this new character. Change. Let, let's
1: let's move on a little bit. We, we have Charlotte backstage getting interviewed about the goings-on with uh, Lacey Evans and all this situation, and she pretty much um, tells her, like, I can be one of the dirtiest players in the game or whatever, and pretty much sends a warning shot to Lacey Evans. Um, yep. Yeah, so then we have a little... Previously on SmackDown, a uh, little package with Adam Pearce, and for I won't harp on that. Go check out the SmackDown wrap up. Yeah, we, we already whole, spoke on that. We, we, yeah, we break down the whole SmackDown, and I and I list my reasons for why I was upset about the Adam Pierce situation and how that was handled. So go check that out. Um, Smackdown yeah, he made some. He made some excellent 15th.
0: points. I didn't even look at it like that when he was telling me. I. I I was just going on it for what it was, but yeah, go check that out. Definitely a great, great perspective.
1: Yeah. So um, <laughs> Excuse they me. they pretty much got a uh, ricochet, Adam Pierce talking to each other, and Adam AJ Styles comes up to Adam Pierce, and recently AJ Styles has been taking to seeing what's happening on SmackDown and throwing it in Adam Pierce's face. So. Yeah, <laughs> I did like that. But this little segment leads to Ricochet pretty much getting the ultimatum, if he wants a shot at the Royal Rumble, he has to beat AJ Styles, or whatever the case may be. So this leads to Ricochet versus AJ Styles with almost. Can I? Can and
0: I? I got. I got. I got a piece. I got to say. I got a couple of bars. they not no cornet bars. Yeah, I don't really. I don't
1: really have much to say. I just want to say. This is probably the match of the night. No, that this was a, a excellent and, match. This, um, was, this
0: was fire, but I don't want to talk about the match. I just want—I got some I got to say. I got—I got, I got a couple, yeah, so a couple just, of bars.
1: Just give it your rank. I give it an eight, and then we can move on. All
0: right, I give it—I give it an eight. Like Ricochet, AJ, two of the best wrestlers in the world. But well, I expected nothing less. You know what yeah. I mean? It was fast paced. The moves was great. The selling was great. I like the um. What what was going on with, when he tried to do like a dive and then Osmos caught him outside? The ref almost disqualified AJ for that shit. Like I thought it was dope. He dropped him like fuck it. Dropped him like a baby on his head. You know what I mean? I thought it was dope. But um, I just gotta I gotta say something though. This is the only shit that's bothering me with Ricochet, and I gotta say it for Drew Gulak too, cause I ain't fucking forget. Why the fuck are they qualifying for the Rumble match when everybody else? It's just going out there saying it. Oh, I'm in the rumble. I'm in the rumble. Why can't you just fucking say it, yo? Why can't I? I'm 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 putting myself in the rumble. Why do they gotta qualify? Those are like two of the best um, in ring ability um, um, wrestlers that y'all have on the roster. Y'all have the deepest roster that I could remember in history. Why y'all shutting down the one of the some of the great talents? It doesn't make sense. And then he loses. Drew Gulak loses his match. Ricochet just yeah. lost his match. Rick, um, AJ Styles didn't have to qualify. Yeah. AJ Styles was just the match, just, was just there to be in the in the crosshairs of it. But AJ's gonna be in the rumble. That does not make no fucking sense, yo. Why does he have to um kiss
1: somebody's ass
0: just to get in the match? Whoa. Everybody
1: else could just call him. In the, in the case of Drew Gulak, I understand because Drew hasn't really been doing anything but chasing the 24-7 championship. So, what I did take out of that was that they gave Drew Gulak a great match with AJ Styles and if anything, he came out looking better at the end of that. I agree. But... Now, I agree when it comes to Ricochet. Ricochet is featured every week. He's been in the storyline with Retribution, yeah. with The Hurt Business, back to back. Yeah, and buried. before that, and before that, yeah, and buried. And before that He had a world championship match against Brock Lesnar. Ever since that match, he's been buried.
0: Buried. And
1: now he has to qualify? Yeah. Because of the fact that they buried him, I understand the qualification.
0: But he he was the one that eliminated Brock Lesnar. He helped um, Drew McIntyre last year eliminate Brock Lesnar. He was in that major story with Brock Lesnar. And then, um, wow,
1: come kind of to think about it. Ricochet has been getting buried for a year straight now. Like, yo,
0: what the fuck, man? Like, Ricochet is one of the most popular wrestlers and he's one of the most athletic, gifted wrestlers, high flyer. He lands all his moves perfectly, they always look beautiful. And then that fucking transition that he just did with AJ into the style clash was fucking amazing. Him taking yeah. that bump was fire. Why does he have to qualify, yo? And then he lost. So now what? He's not going to be in the Rumble. Drew Gulak is not going to be in the Rumble. Like, yeah, like, come on, man. Does Vince even like him? Is something going on
1: behind the scenes we do not know about? I mean, I, do I don't know understand. about all that. But let's let's be honest. They're never going to win the Royal Rumble. And if Ricochet's in the Rumble, he's doing the Kofi Kingston spot. Then fuck it. I'll take that. He's. I'll take that
0: Like, come on. He. Everybody else is just calling it out. Yo, I'm. I'm. I'm declaring myself in the Rumble. Everybody else could do it, but then, but he can't. He should have just went yeah. up to Adam Pierce like, "Yo, I want I'm, I'm, I'm in the Rumble." You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it.
1: I mean, Adam Adam Pierce's reasoning behind it was that the the spots are special and there's not a um a lot of spots. Not, I nah I like
0: the way he approached him. He approached him like yo, I want to prove to you I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be the one that
1: Ricochet's whole character is a herb. Like Let's, yo, this, like this what this are you be real doing bro he's a bit like to be real blatant, his character is a bitch.
0: He needs to he needs, Straight to, he needs, to, up. He needs to, the Apollo Cruise talk from Paul Heyman. Like yo wake the fuck up Ricochet are you kidding me? You one of the best in the world like what are you doing? <laughs> you over here trying to um, kiss at, um Pierce's yes, ass. Yes, just... and
1: and to the people that think his contract <laughs> is up, stop listening yeah, to that's, that's stupid not, dirt sheets. That's
0: not that's not a fact. He got
1: another like four years on his. They contract. said that
0: yeah, he resigned. They said that he resigned like last year for four more years. You know he his shit ain't not up until twenty twenty three or, or yeah. twenty four or something. But that's no here or there.
1: Yo, come on, ricochet, come on, come on. Yeah, like I feel I feel you on on certain stars but you know storyline wise it kind of does make sense why they have to prove themselves but i feel you somebody with the caliber of ricochet shouldn't even be booked in the way he's been booked exactly so at least let's just move on from there
0: yeah so i I, so i have to get those and those corner bars up i do not like that are you kidding me (laughs) i did not like that i'm I'm over here because when i watched it before he went out for the match I, i was like yo why are you asking Jeff Hardy could declare, Elias can declare, all these other people can declare it, right? And then I re- I remember that was the same shit they did with Drew Gulak, and I'm like, yo, why are these two have the to qual? If that's the- so, so what are y'all gonna do? Y'all only gonna, you yeah, yeah, better make a fatal forward for the last fucking spot or something. Even if you put them at number one or something like that, Because them- remember, years ago they used to have qualifying matches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the only two we've seen uh, since wrestling uh, the start of this of uh, the season. I haven't really been yeah. seeing. though. Know, everybody's just been saying they should. Yo, I'm out there. I'm doing it. Randy Orton did it. <laughs> Alexa Bliss. They're, so if that's the case, they should have been having everybody do qualifying matches into the Rumble.
1: You know yeah, what I'm I saying?
0: That's not fair, yo. Y'all yeah, really making Ricochet look soft, soft. And he's one. I of mean... the, he's one of the best talents y'all have back
1: there. What, you know what I'm saying? Put him back to NXT, yo, yo, Triple H. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot of things, a lot of factors in that, and what's going on with Ricochet. And honestly, we just really don't know. I don't uh, know if he but has. According, to him,
0: but they making him look crazy. Where the fuck is Andrade? Yeah. Yo, Triple H need
1: to call up,
0: bring Ricochet. Andrade's
1: on SmackDown, and then got forgotten about. Yo, because- and you, got, you got to think about it. You know, you know, they probably don't got shit to do for Andrade because of what happened with Zelina Vega. Yo. Yo, um, f- call fucking um, Triple
0: H, call up, bring Andrade back down, bring um Alistair Black down, and bring Ricochet back down. Alistair Black guy still got unfinished business with Adam Cole anyways. I mean, uh, with, yeah. with Johnny Gargano anyways. Bring him back down. Like, I'm I'm getting sick of it. Y'all burying one of my favorite wrestlers, even before he got the fucking WWE, and y'all making him look crazy. Now it's, um, it's getting ridiculous. I just had to get my
1: Yeah, let's move on because the match was fire. We'll do this all the day. Match was
0: fire. It was an eight. Like I didn't expect nothing less. Two of the best in the world going at it, and that fucking Styles class. Oh my god, that was that was ill. <laughs> that yeah, that was highlight. That was fire. That was fire. But I'm I, I have to say I have to get that shit off. That shit had me
1: tight. All right. So next up, we got the Dirt Sheet featuring Bill Goldberg, or what we thought. Was gonna feature Bill Goldberg, so Miz and <laughs> Morrison, obviously the is that they are. Um, when we get introduced to Bill Goldberg, it's actually the returning Gilbert.
0: Shout out Gilbert, man! I know he had a, a couple months ago. Shout out to Goldberg. He had, a, heart, Gilbert. He had a, a a heart attack. I'm glad that he's he's recovered. You know what I'm saying? He looked good for his age, yeah. and um, you know what I mean. Shout out that yo, um, fucking. Um, well, who was it? It was Michael Cole, or, or I forgot who said it. They were like, yeah, the Hall of Famer. And then Gilbert, I was like, so hold up, Gilbert's a Hall of Famer?
1: <laughs> no, because because Goldberg is. So he was playing it up like yeah, this is like, Goldberg yeah, I was like, oh, shit, so Gilbert's a Hall of Famer. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious segment. I would and take, Gilbert, I would take Gilbert, Gilbert and
0: Drew McIntyre over Goldberg. <laughs> would, I'll take that. Right, right.
1: me too. So we. <laughs> On top of the fact we got Gilbert, we have Bernard from the Santa Claus. Uh, from Santa Claus playing Drew McIntyre. That was hilarious.
0: I hit the floor. So,
1: you know, obviously this segment was built for laughs. It, it, it paid off. And it was good seeing Gilbert. Yeah, man. it been a yeah. long time. Yeah, man. And then the, the, the couple past years that we've actually had Gilbert on WWE television, they have yet to pull out the Gilbert so that was that was funny. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he was like, um,
0: um, Miss asked him like, What are you gonna um so what are you gonna do in the in the Royal Rumble? He said a couple of things and then he was like he was like, Why do you think you're gonna beat um Drew McIntyre? He was like, Oh, because um I'm chiseled and I put my head in the wall every match and I, <laughs> and and I blow smoke out
1: my nose and
0: fire out my ass. Fire out my ass. my ass. I was crying. I was like, Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then they're, like, bagging on uh, the fake Drew McIntyre. Like, yeah. dude, you look nothing. Like, where where did you get this guy? He's like, dude, I'm from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, so, and then the Miz
0: and Morrison started arguing, and then Gilbert got in between. And he was like, yo, calm down, calm down. They looked at him. They were like, nah. He was like, yo, shut up and go over here. Go back to your spot. <laughs> I was Yeah, dying. so... So that, yeah, I'll that definitely. Was,
1: was- funny segment. I, de- I definitely did enjoy that. Yeah, that, shit, um, that shit was funny, man. That shit was. Funny. Next up. Shout we out had to Gilbert, the- man.
0: I'm glad he's in good. House, shout out- you know what I mean?
1: Um, Next up, we got the six man tag team match The Hurt Business versus the Lucha House Party and Matt Riddle. I can't even say I paid attention to this match. God on his truth. I did pay attention to the way it ended, the story of it, but... Yeah, Curtis, like... And he got on the shoot, and I'm sorry, but Metalik, Liz Dorado, y'all's banned! Nah, man, nah, we... I don't know. They banned! I don't know. They banned! Know. Liz Dorado is gonna be banned every day he's <laughs> in this Mexican gimmick <laughs> while being Puerto Rican. You are forever banned. League, <laughs> you're banned because you are literally in the same position... As your debut
0: years ago, they both are. Uh, and you know what's crazy? They so talented, man. Like their every move is <clears> fire. <throat> yeah,
1: Elimination Chamber last year, Liz Dorado stole and the, stole were one the of my, show. My highlight
0: came off the top of the, the the Elimination. Stole the show with that move. Huh? That shit was fire. But like I saw that shit a couple we, times,
1: but ah. The the real story of this matchup though was. Cedric Alexander bickering with and Benjamin, and this has been happening for the past couple of weeks. But they start bickering, Lashley packs <clears> <throat> himself in, um, spears the hell out of I believe it was Grand, yeah, Grand Match then picks him right back up off the floor, puts him in a hurt lock to tap him out. Go off. to sleep. Um, after the match, we get, um, you know, these two bickering with each other, and it looks like. They have an issue with in between the her business and I feel like it's too soon yeah. for these type of storylines within the group. I agree. Like Way yo, too they soon. Just, they just started getting hot. They ha- they their
0: all the titles. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, why are y'all the, starting to cause friction
1: already? Like, they should the be... Cedric here. Alexander trying to, like, step up and showcase that he's, you know, the... The the, man major of the group. Major player yeah. compared to Shelton. That, you can play up. Because he did get the win, you know, Shelton was the reason they were losing, and he did get the win for them to get the tag team titles. But if this is about dissension between the ranks and splitting the hurt business, or end, going in any direction that way, you guys are going the wrong direction. Yeah, I'm. I don't you like it. Way this too early. Way, play out. Way too early. Way, way too early. Um, but let's move on from that. We got. Hold on, I give it like a, I give it like a
0: 7 though. It was still a good match. You
1: know yeah, saying? it was still a good match, but I I just automatically I zone out when it comes to Great It was, mostly, and the the, Lucha it was House Party. mostly the
0: story that was really carrying the match, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um as far the 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 in ring, you know what I mean, the shit was dope. I like Of course the the Lucha Bros, they get I mean the Lucha House Party, they get busy, you know what I'm saying? They get busy. Yeah. And 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 um Matt Riddle did his thing. I did like that he um while they were arguing and then and then um Bobby Lashley was trying to break up the the argument between Sheldon and, and and Cedric that he came and snuffed Bobby and Bobby hit the floor and shit and then he ran away. I thought that was dope. But um, yeah. You know what I mean? I just I think it's way too early for them to, uh, to start doing this bullshit where they are looking like they about to start breaking up and and all that. I think I fully agree, but yeah, I give it like a, I give it like a 7. You know what I mean?
1: It's, yeah, it's, I agree with that. About a 7. Um so next up, we'll run through this real quick. Drew McIntyre cutting his promo about Miz and Morrison and that he's gonna see Goldberg at the Rumble, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, that segment actually with Miz and Morrison ended with Miz pretty much saying you both are gonna be losers. Yeah. Come to Royal Rumble, because I'm cashing in. So we'll see how that goes. We get a little backstage segment with Elias and Jackson Racist, uh, excuse me, Jackson Riker. Um pretty much why did you interfere? I told you not to interfere. Yeah. The kind of the same story that's playing up with um, Otis on, on on SmackDown with the do as I say do as I say. With Chag. But Gable. you didn't do what I. Yeah. With Chag, it was the same thing uh, happening between them over here. But this leads to Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Racist. I mean Jackson Riker with Elias. And uh, pretty much Jeff Hardy picks up the win via disqualification when he's about to hit the Swanton Bomb yeah. on Jackson Racist. I mean, Jackson Riker and <laughs> Elias throws him off the top, you know, causing the disqualification. But um, yeah, after the match, we pretty much get Elias telling him, that like, you know, they're going to defeat Jeff Hardy and make him accept the universal truth that Jackson Riker is racist. I mean, that 33 stands for Walk with Lion. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> the
0: match, I thought it was it, it was kind of quick. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was like a good five, seven minutes or something.
1: Listen, if the Lucha House party takes me out of wanting to watch Jackson races, definitely I don't want any involvement when it comes to, to Jackson Riker. I you like and, and the thing is, I'm the type of person I can't separate political views. And just appreciate the art. Yeah. If I can listen to R. Kelly in 2021 and still hate the man for what he does, then I can watch Jackson Riker in the ring and not like the dude in person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, But it's just the way he chose to view, to state his views. You want to do it in the height of the Black Lives Matter situation. You want to make these pro Trump, anti Black Lives Matter on the same week somebody was killed. It was in bad taste. You killed your stable. You killed any shine that those other two guys were going to get. And you're the one to be in position to be with Elias. You're the one featured on Raw. It's disgusting. And and what makes matters
0: worse is now that they, them two look like they're building a little, a small friction. It look like they're about to turn him face out of the situation to make it even worse, bro.
1: It's going to take a really, really good storyline for me to overlook the shortcomings of, of uh Jackson race. Nah, but it looked like that's what that's where it's going with
0: him and Elias. they already starting a little bickering shit. And he think about they look like it they it's it's gonna lead into him becoming the face. So uh, I'm like I hope not. Either way I, I'm not I'm not high on this, this story period. And I'm really I think tired Elias, of Jeff Hardy and Elias they, needs they been less since, distractions since Elias been back, Like how long y'all gonna drag this fucking feud? They've wrestled literally like three, four months Straight Jeff Hardy been having problems with with Elias, and and and, and them. Like, what the fuck is going? Like, yeah. they both need to move on. Something need to give already. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I'm getting tired of this feud as well. Like, give something else for Jeff. You know what I'm saying? But whatever.
1: So um, let's move on from the Jackson Racing segment, and we'll get to the main event. Alexa Bliss. Versus Oscar non-title, non-title match situation. But like we said, like I said last week, I was a little, I was starting to decline on the situation with the fiend and Alexa Bliss. I wanted more from Alexa Bliss, and we got it. And this was a testament to that. Oh. they did what I wanted for weeks. When it comes to Alexa, turn her character up a little bit more. Give her a different, give her two different looks. The playground, playhouse Alexa. And the fiend, yeah, just like they do, just like doing with with, with Bray Wyatt, exactly. So I would have turned this up a little bit more, but let's get into the match. So match started off like a you know typical match, a lot of good combinations, a lot, a lot of good chain wrestling. Um, they were giving us a straight up match, and this is this is a match that this is what we get when we get someone who can work like Alexa Bliss facing a champion and a, and a veteran like Oscar. Right. Great chain wrestling to start, great match overall. Mid match, we get a little fiend.
0: Yeah, she goes it goes intro. into commercial
1: and then she comes it, back and it, she's
0: a totally different person.
1: She goes from pink shirt overalls, uh you pink know lipstick. Really really wholesome looking Cold face. Ponytails. Completely dark. Uh, dark makeup on, you know, looks badass. But I wanted it a step further. I want to see Alexa Bliss with her own variation of the Fiend mask. Mm-hmm. I want to see her just like the Fiend. Yeah. You know, this was a good. This was a good step in that direction. And even if they keep it here, it's okay. It's passing. Yeah, me. I'm not mad at um,
0: that. I'm not really stressing. Obviously, look. the look still looked in fire. Like
1: I'm not stressing that too yeah. so much. I'm not stressing it too much. I just. You know, my my fantasy booking mind, I would have loved to see a female version of the Fiend mask. And WWE, you can sell that shit. Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> Um Fire, though. Great, great uh segment. She was doing a lot a of no-selling too coming out of when, this. when Oscar was, was getting... Once, yeah, once she turned into that darker character... She was doing a lot of no That's selling. when it was like... it was It was no longer the wrestling technical match. It was... I'm gonna do just like the fiend. I'm gonna attack hard. I'm gonna take your hits. I'm gonna absorb all the hits. Oscar wasn't letting her dominate at all by any means, but the the hits weren't phasing. Yeah, uh, she uh, was no selling a lot. And then, um, Oscar goes to give her this the her panic kick. Alexa hits like hits the floor, sold the fuck out of yeah. it. But then. When um, Oscar tries to take advantage to put her into the Oscar lock, boom turns it into the Sister Abigail. Stares into the camera, gives us that that menacing, beautiful, oh my god, gorgeous look, <laughs> and Calm then down,
0: cowboy. Calm hits
1: down. Her, hits her with the Sister Abigail to end the match and end the show with her standing in the ring. The the video cuts back to the wholesome Alexa. Yeah. Obviously, a little bit of the cinematic style of uh, wrestling they added it um so we cut back it's Alexa back in her pink attire looking wholesome uh stands in the Dancing ring around giggling says, yeah then um the fiend comes on the, the audio the let me let me in she moms let me in to close the show and
0: shout out to so, commentary like the way they were selling it too once she did the transformation <laughs> they were all they were talking low they were like yo what the fuck Yo. I can't believe this. Yeah. This is incredible. Did, did she just turn <laughs> into a monster? Like, yo, they sold the hell out of it. <laughs> Shout out to the nah, cops. They, 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 like they definitely were talking low. The they were like, shit, yo, I, I don't, don't want her to hear me. Like, yo, I don't want her to come over here and know we're talking about her. <laughs>
1: like, <yeah>. I mean, <laughs> I I see crazy white women. I tend to get scared. In my, <laughs> myself, but in, in my In my experience, you see this girl that wanted to get set on fire two weeks ago. And now she's turning up her, her alter ego. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking I mean. low too. Uh, yo, if I was Oscar, I probably would have been <laughs> out the
0: count the ten I'm out. Bro, I would have
1: took, I would have took my notes and my headset, and I would have been in the Thunderdome stands behind the <laughs> like, screen. Yo, that
0: shit was hilarious. So they...
1: we're leaving the commentary booth because Alexa Bliss is going full blown crazy <laughs> <laughs> like yeah and i, I but, probably, if
0: i was oscar i would have been like yo i'm out just count me out like i'll take the the dq the no count out like i'm out like i don't even want to wrestle no more yeah, it, this
1: this kind of reminded me of sheeta and and, um, and abaddon abaddon yeah,
0: where, where was except, to death.
1: except both people can go yeah in the situation, <laughs> yeah, Abaddon. when they
0: finally did have a match. She was, she did look a little green. But this match was definitely good. Yeah, I, I, yo, and then the storyteller throughout the match, she was no selling. I, I think Oscar tried to do like a spin kick. She ducked it and just walked away. Like, like you know what I mean? Like it was like, like she like yeah. um like Orange Cassidy when when he would duck a punch or something, he would just walk it off. He won't like do you know what I'm yeah. saying? I liked it. It was very yo. I'm, this is like the best work. Like I said, um. I ever seen from Alexa Bliss, and I'm very interested in her character. I actually got. I hope you know what I mean. Like, I still want either Bianca Belair to win the the rumble. I still got a couple of other people, but if if not Bianca, I'm, I'm, this I want Alexa Bliss to win it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: my 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 pick just based off of the past year and and their positions on the card. I definitely think it's either Alexa or like Bianca. I give Miller. it to them sure. too, or maybe
0: Bailey's a a, a candidate because Bailey has been on. Even though we, we she had that L on, on SmackDown, she's still she's still one of the best in the in the locker room right now. You know what I'm saying? I think Charlotte yeah. is gonna be in it, but I don't want her to win it. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah, really fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, really de- burying the burying the, the division. So um I'm going either Bianca beat Belair or I'm going with um with with um Alexa Bliss. You know what I'm saying? Those are my two picks for the rumble for the women's side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I
1: definitely I definitely agree with those two picks um for the women. The men is kind of like up in the air. I'm still not deciding on who I think. I don't, yeah, like, but we'll 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 get more to that. Obviously, Royal Rumble is a week from this Sunday, so um, look forward to the prediction show we'll have shortly before the Royal yep. Rumble. So look forward to that. We'll dive into all these and the topics, matches, that's dark horses. On, on yeah. Um. So we'll dive into that. We'll pick dark horses. We'll we'll you know have a Royal Rumble centric episode with our predictions. But this has been the uh, raw wrap up, and we can do this all, all, day, all day, day, all day. So, EA, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at
0: e. a. That's at e d o t a. I'm also in the Facebook group K Fape Avenue. Facebook, leave your like comments, leave your hate mail, your love mail. Send it all in there, or send it uh, send it to me on my DMs or on Twitter. I answer. I answer all of all of our fans back. And and it is what it is.
1: You already know this is what we do at K bad Yeah. Talk to him, AJ. <laughs> so you can find us collectively at K Avenue <clears throat> on Twitter, on Instagram, like EA said, join the Facebook yes, group, join the conversation, send the love, the hate, your ideas. Um speaking of sharing your ideas and subscribing and all this stuff, how about you hop onto our YouTube at K Avenue, like, share, and subscribe. Yep click on the support link on Anchor, click on the support link on Apple Podcast, and subscribe to the show, donate to the show, keep the lights on the Kayfabe Avenue train going so we can continue to provide endless content. So, with that being said, I have been Kayfabe BJ. that has been E.A. This has been the Raw Wrap Up and Kayfabe Avenue. Austin. And that's the bottom line. Why? Because our Stone Cold said so. Thank you very much, you son of a bitch.